Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's prophecy update, Pastor J.D. discusses the COVID vaccination, its ramifications, deception surrounding the science, and judgment of others related to those who decide against getting it. The only answer to any of it is Jesus. Stand firm in Him. Don't rely on your own understanding. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 18th, 2021. So, too, will the anti-vaxxers as the perceived enemy need to be exterminated now. That's the why. Here's the how. In a word, genocide. Back on February 7th, we devoted the update to what's known as the 10 stages of genocide and how they eerily describe with chilling accuracy exactly what's happening in the world today. Just as an example, one of the things you do in a massive genocide is you dehumanize the enemy. They're not human, which is what they did with the Jews. So what are you saying, Pastor J.D.? Well, I am saying that COVID-19 and the vaccine is a satanic plot for a global genocide. Instead of the Jewish genocide back in that day, it's starting to look like it's the evangelical Christian genocide today. On Monday, April 5th, Yahoo News published a New York Times piece bearing the title, How White Evangelicals Vaccine Refusal Could Prolong the Pandemic. In it, they quote Jamie Atten, founder and executive director of the Humanitarian Disaster Institute at Wheaton College, an evangelical institution in Illinois, saying, quote, If we can't get a significant number of white evangelicals to come around on this, the pandemic is going to last much longer than it needs to. On the same day, CBS News published an article, and with it a video, with the headline, 
why the pathway to ending the pandemic runs through the evangelical church. Here's an excerpt from the transcript. White evangelicals, by the way, (laughs) white evangelicals? Now, we're here in Hawaii, and we're every tribe, every nation, every tongue. I mean, you got an Arab for a pastor, you got an African-American for an assistant pastor. I'm sorry, I digress. White evangelicals are among the least likely groups willing to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Only about one-third of black Protestants are hesitant by comparison. When the guest being interviewed was asked why members of the evangelical community are disproportionately unwilling to take the COVID-19 vaccine, one of the answers provided was, quote, there are those who have some concerns that are very specifically religious, such as those who are concerned there is some relation to something called the Mark of the Beast in the book of Revelations, kind of a symbol of future times. It's the book of Revelation. I know that I, the way I said it and quoted it, that's for a reason, and you know what that reason is, right? Do you see just the, I mean, it's just laced with, you stupid idiots. What's the matter with you? You, Oh, you you think it's the mark of the beast? Ha, 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 ha. The guest was, as you might imagine, then asked about ways to persuade them, ways to persuade them into getting the vaccine. Listen to her response, quote, I spoke with one former pastor who started a project to kind of try to persuade and educate evangelical Christians in general about the vaccine, because you know, after all, they're uneducated, ignorant, and stupid. That, that's not, she didn't say that. She didn't have to. She did without saying it. He's posting lots of short video clips. Oh! with medical experts' interviews that he's doing to address some of the concerns that evangelical Christians might have, to persuade them. Because they're uninformed, they're uneducated. I mean, come on, how ridiculous is that? They think that this has something to do with end times prophecy. (laughs) The reason I uh, sort of emphasize this short video clip that I guess this former pastor, which makes you wonder why he's a former pastor. I don't know, but just saying. Can I uh, 
peel back the layer on this propaganda and just say that that's what this is? Oh, by the way, do you know that Hitler made radios virtually, I mean free, very low price, so that everyone could have a radio? Why? To hear his propaganda. They kept hearing it over and over and over again, and they got brainwashed. Kept repeating, repeating, repeating. So let's put, and he used video, by the way, and images, and very powerful, because it accesses a part of the brain that mere words cannot. It's a visual. And you combine the visual with the audio, and you've got a very powerful propaganda tool, and he knew it. So now all these short video clips, they're propaganda pieces. On Thursday, PBS NewsHour published an article along with a video titled, Pastor Reveals the Reasons Behind COVID Vaccine Hesitancy in the Evangelical Community. Here's an excerpt from that transcript in which they interview Russell Moore, the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Did you hear that? Southern Baptist Convention. Moore, who stated that he has been fully vaccinated, receiving both shots, said, quote, much of the way that misinformation and disinformation gets combated is with people in conversation with one another. And that's why lots of us are doing what we can to say vaccination is not only something that's acceptable for Christians, it's something we ought to thank God that we have the technology for, because it's going to get us back to doing the things that we need to do quicker. Oh. Later on in the interview, he says this, I think a lot of this, speaking of the vaccine resistant, is driven by social media, where people are going to suggest, oh, well, this is part of some dark conspiracy, or this is going to get someone sick. One of the things I did early on, was to just go through every conceivable sort of conspiracy theory, and every conceivable sort of fear to counter those things. Oh really? Oh well, that's interesting, because the counter videos that I've seen pro-vaccine, they just keep repeating the talking points. They just keep repeating, it's the science. Listen to the science. 
They have no evidence. They can't because there is none. If you were to ask me what the greatest struggle I'm having with Christian leaders who are promoting and almost shaming those who refuse the vaccine. I mean, all they're doing is repeating the mantra, listen to the science. That's their only counter. It's very interesting when, you know, they, they do these videos and they'll post them on YouTube and other platforms and you'll watch them and they'll have the expert. They'll have this scientist, that doctor, this immunologist, that expert, that professional. And you'll notice conspicuously absent is any data, any, if you prefer, forensic evidence. I mean, even when you talk about tissues of aborted babies, they blow it off. Oh, those were cell lines back in the... You're lying. Either you are ignorant or you are lying, because that is false. Show me your data. Did you notice conspicuously absent when he, when he said that, oh, we, we need to, you know, educate them. They're saying, hey, you can get sick from the vaccine. Show me your data. Because see, the anti-vaxxers, the uneducated white evangelical, well, we've got a lot of data. We got a lot of charts. We got a lot of evidence. We got a lot of facts. And you have the audacity to sit there and say, oh, it's safe. Oh, really? You know what this is? It's propaganda to divert the attention away from the evidence. So when people keep listening to the message they keep repeating, they're no longer paying attention to the evidence that we are seeing. Now, please know that I'm in no way suggesting that those who are pro-vaccine or receiving the vaccine are satanic propagandists. Please also know that I don't have all the answers, nor do I have the corner on truth when it comes to all of this. But God does. And thankfully, God in His Word warns us that there will be this mass deception. You know what's interesting to me? in the Gospels and in the Epistles. You know what the number one sign of the end of the age is? Deception. Deception. Matthew 24, when the disciples asked Jesus, what's going to be the sign of the end of the age and your return? Twofold question really. And the very first thing Jesus says is, let no man deceive you. Be not deceived.
Don't be deceived. We are warned in God's Word that there will be this propaganda propagated as an evil agenda in the spiritual realm. We don't wrestle with and against flesh and blood. People are not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. This is in the realm of the demonic, the spiritual realm, the wickedness in high places, those entities with different rankings. So much so that this propaganda will ultimately give way to a powerful delusion that God Himself sends after the rapture of the church. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I want to draw your attention to chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie. Oh, the lie. Wait, you just talked about that. Yeah. And all the ways, verse 10, that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth, and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie, the big lie. That's why. That that explains it. Why do people believe the lie? Because they rejected the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And when you reject the truth, you're opened up to, I mean, the most bizarre of lies. If you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, it, isn't it a head-scratcher? And you're just looking at, looking at people going, what? I am personally of the belief that we're already seeing this begin to come to pass now, as we get closer to the seven-year tribulation. By way of an illustration, the closer you get to the air conditioning or heater, the more you'll begin to feel the cold or hot air from it. You see where I'm going with this, right? So too concerning the powerful delusion and the big lie as the final solution, we're beginning to feel it and see it the closer we get to it. If you'll kindly allow me to, I want to take just a moment and share with you that like many of you, I am keenly aware of the implications of all of this. Hear me out, please. Hear my heart on this. Many have shared with me personally the reality of how vax versus anti-vax has caused tremendous conflict between family members and loved ones and 
even brothers and sisters in Christ. Again, I, I really don't have all the answers. But what I do have is what you also have. And that's the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Psalm 119 verses 105, verse 105 says that God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And it's the Spirit of God and the Word of God that is going to help us navigate our way through these perilous times in which we find ourselves in these the very last days. While I do want to encourage you, I think I would be grossly remiss were I not to also warn you that it's going to get infinitely worse in the days ahead. Think about this. As recently as a few months ago, being labeled an anti-masker was bad, right? But now, (laughs) it's anti-masker and anti-vaxxer. The problem is, we're the problem. And like never before, we need the power of and baptism with the Holy Spirit, if we're to have any hope of remaining steadfast and faithful. I received an email that speaks to this from Angela, who's an online member from Orlando, Florida. She writes, recently you have been talking about the vaccines and the types of persecution we may have to endure when we decide to go against the grain. Well, today I learned firsthand what you were talking about. I went into a store and realized I didn't have my mask. I decided I wouldn't worry about it. I grabbed the items I needed and stood in line. When I got to the checkout, a lady in the line started yelling at me. She called me a murderer because I wasn't wearing a mask. I was shocked, as was the cashier. I tried to continue checking out, but then she yelled, you are responsible for the deaths of over 500,000 people. Me? You know what, I need to, I need to insert this parenthetically. Um, Talk about data, evidence. I have evidence that the death rate, overall death rate, in the year 2020, all causes of deaths, heart attacks, cancer, stroke, whatever, you name it, all accidents, murders, all causes of deaths, total deaths, the year 2020, lower than the previous years. Did you, did, you, did, you, did you know that? Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. 
We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.